guys! Welcome to Call Me Whenever. I'm Shivani. And I'm Chinaza. And yeah, this is our duo. So we've kind of been like, I guess, reflecting a bit. Like we're always, you know, we're best friends. So we're always going back and forth about, you know, our experiences, <laughs> the things we've been going through. And like, you know, there's a bit of a learning curve, even though we're both in college, like just comparing like our different experiences because obviously like we're both college kids so there's a lot we can relate to but there is a degree of explanation that goes I guess like is embedded in our conversations and we're so used yeah. to it at this point that it's like second nature just to like explain little things as they come but like mm-hmm. we just recently thought it'd be interesting to kind of like I don't know unpack it a bit more like I think it's super cool like the culture differences between the two like, between both of our different schools, and I think that, like, I don't know, we can explore it a bit more, if you're down. I think it's definitely, <laughs> it's saying, are to. you down while we're recording, like, yeah. like we haven't planned it already, <laughs> I'm so dead, no, I agree, like, especially because, like, especially when we have, like, our conversations, like, before we obviously started this whole podcast journey, I think it's just, like, interesting to see, like, um, things that, like, ivy leagues had or have and like versus like what a state school has like for Mm. me for instance like um one of like a big state school um in in new jersey is Rutgers, and so like Rutgers in my school rowan is like very similar if anything like there's a lot of things that i can speak about like rowan that does better than Rutgers, and vice versa of course you know rowan has like a lot more funding and all that but like there's a there's a way more there's so many more similarities but then when you speak about like you know an ivy league also a private institution versus a state school and a obviously publicly funded institution there's so many like so so many differences whether it's like um a social aspect or like um an academic aspect there's just so much you know so i guess like i don't know like what i was thinking and i haven't asked chanasa this I know a little bit, but, like, I don't know everything, (laughs) is that, is that, like, um, I guess, like, how's, like, the social scene, because, like, something that I, like, discovered recently is, like, before, like, my freshman year, I, like, talked to Chinaza about, like, Greek life, or, like, Greek organizations, like, sororities and fraternities, and, like, homegirl really just, like, responded, like, she was, like, oh, like, she didn't say what's that I know she didn't say what's that but like she was like that's like non-existent at yeah. Ro- uh, at Harvard I said, and I was like huh <laughs> I <laughs> like, said what? Greek life is relatively non-existent like we don't I was pretty much like oh yeah we don't do that like we don't have that yeah no but like now it's different isn't it like yeah no okay so let me go give you like the overall rundown of kind of what yes. happened with Harvard, and I feel like a lot of, well, this is more Harvard-specific, but um, a few other Ivy Leagues can relate in terms of, like, we have more, it's either we don't do Greek life, or, like, we do something else in addition to Greek life. Oh, yeah, so with Greek life at Harvard specifically, the whole history of it, in a nutshell, is, like, in the 1800s, Greek life was bustling, it was popping, you know, like, there are Greek organizations, and it was also an all- male institution so yeah um there were greek there was greek life but then harvard decided in some kind of landmark decision to remove greek life because they didn't want to be affiliated by any kind of other body other than harvard like they didn't want to be them to be officially recognized by the college if it was something that was affiliated with some other body of i guess they just Mm -hmm. didn't want to have ties with other things so right. they told because all, all of these sororities and fraternities are like nationally recognized so it's yeah. not just like 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 for instance like kappa sig is not just kappa sig at a university like these fraternities exist all through the nation and therefore mm-hmm. like there's like a national obviously like chapter that like umbrellas all the other chapters it's so I, what i'm guessing is like thing. harvard's like nah we don't yeah. want and you know how Harvard has its brand and it loves its brand. Yeah. So, like, the f- affiliation is everything. So, they don't want to be affiliated. So, in the 1800s, as early as that, they were like, nah, like, y'all have to get the step in. So, all of the um, fraternities were like, bet, we're becoming finals clubs. 
So all of those fraternities yeah. literally transformed into like they kept their houses, like they kept their frat houses, they kept their buildings, mm-hmm. and those founders became those like members became founders of um finals clubs that we now call mm-hmm. these super weird names, but I can list a few of them, the male organizations. Um, so there's like the fox, the fly, the owl, PSK, which is like, um, I forgot what that's, stand- oh Phoenix SK Club. Um, and if you watch Social Network, um, the Social Network it also has like, it explains this a little the bit movie, better. Guys. The movie, guys. The movie, is it Mark Zuckerberg? I mean, he's not Mark Zuckerberg isn't acting, but it's yeah. about him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's about Facebook. Yeah, exactly. So like, I think he was in the PSK or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, there are a bunch of names for these organizations, these um finals clubs, and like they're pretty much it's where old money sits. Like. Like I said, this started as early as the 1800s, 1700s. So, like, there's a whole social network of, like, old money that is surrounded. Like, if you're affiliated with those those organizations, like, you have capital, you have resources, you have connections. Like, you can reach mm-hmm. out to people. Yeah. So, that in itself, it's a, it's a whole thing. And it's also a social status on campus. Like, they have capital. Like, Harvard was right. able to get rid of the Greek affiliation, but they weren't able to get rid of the, the land that they already owned. Because these people mm-hmm. have land in the middle of Harvard's campus and they can't control it. And, like, no matter what Harvard <laughs> tries to do, they can't get rid of it. And, like, the non-affiliation thing wasn't a problem for a while because, like, people would still... All those social groups were just like, it's okay, we'll just be... Um, affi- if, like, we'll like, still affiliate right. and do whatever we want. We just won't be recognized by the school. Like, that's fine. Like, we don't need the school's yeah. resources anyway. We can sustain ourselves. But right. then Harvard got more frustrated because they really wanted... Well, like, a specific, um, Dean Faust, actually, who is now on exec for Goldman Sachs, which is very <laughs> ironic, because she was in high edu- higher education, but whatever. Yeah. You know Harvard. So, mm. they just, it's all about money, like Shivani said. Yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, she really wanted finals clubs out, or at least, like, she said, like, they represent, like, classes, like, races, sexes, mm-hmm. like, all this stuff, which is like uh, it's to some somewhat degrees, true somewhat yeah. true but also like social organizations in general like you can't kill them like that and yeah so what she did which was very unwise i think is she decided that she was going to decree that any single gender organizations were getting the boot like you had to get like not only is it like oh you it's not like as passive as like you can't affiliate with Harvard. It was mm-hmm. aggressive. Like if you are part of this organization, you will be sanctioned. You will not be able to have leadership positions. You will not like be able to do like apply for votes, scholars, like right. Truman, um, scholar. None of that. Like it's all gone. Fulbright gone. So that caused a lot of fear on campus. But it wasn't to the old money finals clubs. They didn't care. Quite frankly, yeah. because let me tell you something. So that network is deep. Like literally people yeah. who were on Harvard's in Harvard's boards, like make in those decision rooms are a part of those clubs from when they're in college. Right. So they're so, like, but like uh, we know we, the inside info and we're gonna make sure that like nothing Yeah, all, our guys are good. So it yeah. didn't affect the guy groups at all. Like the guy groups with the money had no effect on them. What it did affect were all of the women's groups on campus. So mm-hmm. all of the safe spaces that women's had, women had created for themselves, because I think women have only started going to Harvard, like, I think sometime in the 1900s, let alone mm-hmm. even black people. I don't even know. Like, but, like, Harvard used to have, like, a separate college for women starting, like, sometime in the, I think, late 1900s called Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. But, like, women, like, sororities in Greek life came back for women more specifically, but also for guys in, like, the late 1900s. Why am I saying it like that? In the 90s and the 2000s. <laughs> like, the late 1900s. <laughs> that makes feel I'm so like, old. Mm. But, like, in the 2000s, pretty much. But then yeah. after Dean Faust, or President Faust, like, executed that order, most of the sororities, like, disappeared because, like, the women don't have the same support. Like, they don't have capital and money like the guy groups right. do. Like, literally, we the money that we have is based on dues for that year. Like, it's a paycheck-by-paycheck right. situation. The guys exactly. have millions of dollars coming to them. Right. Like, one of the clubs... And they have like, a support. They have a network, and they have a support system, like, kind of already, like, engraved and built in mm-hmm. with, like, all the other, like, industries that these people have, like, gone into. And not to, like, 
be like oh like sex well i mean that's this is how it was done like a lot of females like you said it's still very new for like women to be in one just higher education period you know like if you really look at the timeline like it's not like women have been going to like universities for that long of a time not anyway. At all. Even in the so 80s, like a lot of women were still following their boyfriends to exactly to get married. Right. Not even so going like a to lot college. of sisterhoods. Mm-hmm. Right. So like a lot of sisterhoods haven't had like the proper time to kind of like, I guess like for those people to kind of climb the ladder into like multiple industries. So mm-hmm. then they are able to kind of continue to fund, you know that sorority or like that organization because like that's something that i've definitely that's like also like low-key a similarity just in general like not about finals club because like there's definitely not millions of dollars that anyone is putting into like our organizations but it's thousand dollars yeah like from one it's crazy it's literally crazy like but like yeah it's wild especially like like just to kind of like interject like um there's no such thing as finals club uh, at any other school, <laughs> school, to be honest with you all. Like, yeah. if, if, you, if you guys are, like, high schoolers, like, k- listening to this, like, it's not a thing. Like, she would talk about finals club, and I'm like, wait, like, a club to study for finals? Like, I really had that thought, <laughs> and I, like, never said it out loud because I was like, honest, I feel like that's just a dumb question. Like, I'm obviously not understanding because, like, there's no way that there's a club to study for finals i was like it just can't be like it's so funny i will say that um finals clubs is a harvard unique thing but like i will say that like other ivies do have like their own their own like yeah what's it called like generational wealth kind of um Mm -hmm. kind of underground club like cornell especially like mm -hmm. for yale it's what's it called Yale has their own kind of club, and then Princeton it's called eating clubs. I'm actually gonna look mm-hmm. up what Yale's like clubs are. Like it sounds very insid- insidious what their names are. Yeah, like, no, it's crazy, but it's it's like things that like I guess like you wouldn't know if you didn't go to the ordinate like to that institution or if you didn't know someone going to that institution because like like I said like I had no idea until like Chinaza and then like I guess like the more like I kind of like brought it up to like some of my other like friends that are attending Ivy Leagues and they're like um yeah like our university kind of has that too but like it's very like not secretive like they didn't use the word secretive but like they're just like that's just like things that you don't really like go around like like yelling to people about like it's just like something that like exists and it's not something that like you're forcefully like trying to hide but it's also not something that's like just like a main topic you know yeah Um, actually i just looked up the yale one it's yale straight up calls it secret societies like (laughs) (laughs) so like like there's a lot of that kind of stuff and like sure we all have our greek life and harvard recently like in a turn of events like this past year has repealed the whole entire like they were under a lawsuit and i think they realized they were gonna lose so they like hedged their their like bets and just like shut it down but like they lifted the sanctions so like now sororities and fraternities can now be back on campus like and not be like scrutinized or whatever i was already in a sorority um even when i were under sanctions honestly but i was like when i was telling shivani about it i was like i have to kind of keep quiet about it because mm-hmm. like i don't want to get like sanctions don't they didn't really exist they didn't enforce them and i was like besties with the guy who was running it so i was never gonna be the I one did. but like if you listen to our other episodes you'll know why it's important to be besties <laughs> to have networks yes but, um yeah i was besties with him so i didn't have any problems but like i just knew that and bro that man was a kappa <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, you don't know about Kappas. Like, they have their networks. Anyway, um, (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Yeah, so I was good, but, like, so, but, like, now they've released the sanctions. So now, like, I I foresee in the future that sororities are going to become popular again. And, like, those other avenues for women specifically will again be popular. Because, like, what the decision did was actually like restrict the amount of social like they it literally was counterproductive because like they're trying to make social life more inclusive but it just emphasized which 
social groups had wealth, those are the ones that could stay because they didn't care about the rules. Like, when you're rich, right. you don't have to care or play by the rules. Right, because even, like, their parents that most might might be alum, they're funding those same, you know, yeah. finals clubs or and whatever. And funding, probably donating to Harvard, too. So, like, Harvard's Itself, not, yeah. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. So, like, they weren't the it's ones crazy. that affected. But I know that, like... So, like, party culture, ooh, another thing, we could, before we contrast it with Rowan right now, mm-hmm. because, like, with finals <laughs> clubs, the thing is, like, parties are listed. Parties are listed, bro. They That's, have, yeah. not only are they listed, in front of the door, they will have bouncers. Like, a straight mm-hmm. up bouncer, like, it's a club. Like, they'll have the list. If you're not on the mm-hmm. list, you have to, like, either wait, unless it's an open party, or, like, try to see if you know somebody who can get you in or you know mm-hmm. someone who can help you ask to get on the list. And when I tell you that, like, they're alumni, they have cameras. Like, these are man- mini mansions with courtyards right. and everything. Right, so, right, like, of course. They're alumni. Like, they have a... They call it a graduate board. They literally have cameras watching the entrance. And, like, someone will literally watch it from their, like, laptop at home. And if there's too many or people... Or, yeah. like, the guys in the club, like, they don't have the control over, like, what how many people can enter the party. Like, right, if they get a phone call. <laughs> they get a phone call from a grad board and they'll be like, bro, there's too many people. Like, you need to, like... You need to start, like... like cutting people or, like, close people the door. Or, yeah. so, like, sometimes they really don't have a choice. So, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's wild. Like, they that reminds like, me of, like, some mm-hmm. TV show type stuff. Harvard <laughs> loves like, to exercise power in whatever ways they can. Like, right. Harvard students love to pretend like they're, like, these rich, like powerful people before we're there yet or some some of these people are but like some people are yeah i just some sometimes i really hate it because like i'm in a finals club and i'm in a sorority too and like they're different experiences and i value them all but like i'm in all women's groups because like that's just kind of what i mm-hmm. loved and enjoyed because like i like like i feel like i can make my guy friends on the side but like i'm really like i'm really here for the, the woman like i love sisterhood like i have two older sisters like that's kind of just, like, the way I function, and I really value, like, female relationships, and I just, I don't Absolutely. know, I like supporting each other, and, like, you know, like, women... Especially, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I guarantee you, like, it's, like, when there's privilege in something, like, people are gonna question when other people are, like, coming together. So, like, for example, like, for example, when black people come together, and they're, like, all in a group people are like oh wow all those black people in a group together like why do they need that but best you mm-hmm. believe like white people have been in groups forever no one's questioned forever. it same thing with yeah. guys and girls like with guy groups like no one questions it but with girl groups people are like oh why is, why do you need a oh, sisterhood why like, do you need women's groups yeah. like, like what are you guys talking about like why can't we all yeah but exactly. best believe that those old men groups because the way that guys network is something i've never like seen before because like it's guys will just mean that like the money is just traveling like women and it happens on like right it's crazy no it's absolutely wild i guess like to contrast like like i i mean like i've been contrasting like while you're like saying like first of all no finals club there's no finals club no secret society or anything no secret society i mean like nah like if anyone like honestly like dms me tells me that i'm wrong like i'm telling you i'm not wrong well you just at least yourself because now we're in a secret (laughs) society (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly actually dm go ahead tell me let me know so i can tell let let people listening let let them know oh but um no so like i guess like greek life here and like i guess i should preface like i am not in greek life i'm not affiliated with any greek organization and like my personal reason is because like um i just the organizations like like i said like i'm a I am Indian, so, like, for me, like, I would want to be part of a sisterhood that, like, kind of also is, like, multicultural or mm-hmm. or what, whatnot, you know, that resonates with me. I think that's really important when you choose these organizations. 100%. Like, it has to, like, resonate, like, their mission statement, quote-unquote, has to kind of resonate with you. Like, what they, what they stand for, you should be standing for as well. And so, like, you definitely don't want to make the mistake of, like, choosing an organization because of the, quote-unquote, clout, because 100%. that only lasts for a little bit, and then after that, like, now you're kind of, like, obligated to do a lot of things that, like, um, soror- sororities or fraternities do that, like, you know, are things that aren't advertised like there's a lot of things that are 
sorority base like a specific sorority does you know we don't need to go into those inner details but like Mm. there are certain things that are asked of you and you want to be remain true to yourself and in Mm. order to do that you want to choose the right organization you know what i'm saying because a lot of uh, greek life you can lose yourself in greek life as well so you want to be like careful with who what you choose and for me um at my at my institution like um, nothing really clicked with me and a lot of things just didn't sit well with me mm-hmm. and so I, I personally like my personal decision is is to not join a Greek institution um network network wise like I'm lucky enough and of course I will never have like um because I know some people are going to be like oh well you will never have that brotherhood or sister sisterhood that you would have had if you would have joined an, or, um, an, <laughs> an organization like I know those I know those like ride like you know dire you know ride hearts ride like die, the ride or die people, people. Yeah. yeah so like I know that that you guys exist but for me like <laughs> I don't need it because right. I personally like I'm confident in like the the connections that I've made mm-hmm. and personally like not to say like I know a lot of people actually almost 80% of my friends or acquaintances are in Greek life and the crazy thing about that and like the lovely thing about that is that if I know those people I get into a lot of things just by connection and like so sometimes yeah so sometimes it's like you really have to weigh it out and for me like I've been in I'm in a position where like it's kind of working out in my favor where like mm-hmm. if there's if it's like a social um event for me like I get into anything I really want to get into um but yeah like we pretty much have like all the all the mainstream um fraternities and sororities and like for the most part they're not like all too crazy <laughs> like yeah. they they're all affiliated with Rome University we have a couple that obviously keep getting suspended because you know they keep trying to hey. you know uh, yeah, you know spike exactly. some drinks and all that but like oh my god so I guess like that's something with like Greek life um Rowan has been really open with just like allowing students to mm. pick organizations that they feel comfortable with so like that's something cool to look at um yeah. but yeah I personally for my for me like it's just didn't it hasn't like sat right with me um organizations that I've wanted to join yeah. or have thought of joining let yeah. me not say I wanted to join because no I have never wanted to join but I'm just saying like research wise nothing has yeah, kind of like, like clicked with me your interest and I think like to speak on that like I completely agree because like I was like interested in like sororities but I was also very aware of the fact that like most sororities especially um national pan panhelic conference sororities i'm not sure if that's what it's called i think i think <laughs> I mean, you're right no no it's yeah, panhelic NPC, Hellenic or something like that. yeah npc yeah. sororities like are overwhelmingly white like when i tell you like some of these sororities like you'll look at them like i'm not sure if you guys have seen that twitter view- video of like all of those blonde girls clapping in unison and like the mansion mm-hmm. opens up like that is very much like a norm especially like because i think i wouldn't this is ironic, but I don't think I would have been a sorority if I didn't go to a school like Harvard where it wasn't common to be in a sorority. Because, like, mm-hmm. what Shivani says, like, if you're after it for clout, then, like, if you're in it for the wrong reasons because, like, you're really going to be stuck with the girls you end up with because, like, at Harvard, like, there was no clout for being in a sorority because we were sanctioned. <laughs> so it was kind of something I just did for myself and because I wanted, like, a sisterhood of diverse girls. And... Um, I'll also say I'm the director of diversity and inclusion for my sorority. So like, my like the my sorority like I'm a part of Alpha Phi and like our sorority our chapter specifically is so much more diverse than anyone else <laughs> in the country. Like we literally yeah. have girls and we're actively seeking girls from everywhere. And I feel like it's so weird because like because I'm a part of this sorority, I like assume that like all of them are like that, or I forget. Not even I assume, I just forget because like I knew I was very aware of coming in that most sororities were, like, white and blonde. Like, not only... You know it's bad when it's not only white, but it's white and blonde. Like, it's not just, yeah. like, you have to be white. Like, you have to be white with blonde hair. That's, like, just an additional restriction. But, right. um, yeah, like, I think that, like, they're, like, all of these sororities need to do the work of, like, becoming more accessible because a sisterhood, it should represent the United States. Like, that, it's a women's group. It's not a white women's group. But most sororities seem to be white women's groups. To the point that well, I think in yeah. that case, like, I guess, like, and, like, I, I could say, like, something that kind of, because 
as much as and we've had these conversations of just like colorism and like mm-hmm. it will always exist seem to exist mm-hmm. you know unfortunately like that's just i feel like something that like and if it does change it will take years to change it's mm-hmm. not something that will be instantaneous and so for those reasons i feel like at least in my school and i i do believe we kind of have hinted like we've had conversations that even at harvard slowly but surely these organizations have come to you, you guys as well but like there's divine nine right like mm-hmm. the divine nine organizations and then also like at my school we have like the multicultural organizations yeah. and like like i was kind of just like briefly like i touched on mm-hmm. and so like there are options um i do like i do understand what you're saying like we should all just all organizations and all sororities fraternities should be kind of like diverse um in in their own organization and I and you're absolutely right like even like some fraternities that I'm like thinking of like they're literally like all predominantly white with like just that that one like one, the quota yeah yeah like no, the one not even quota, quota like black like man one like exactly yeah and it's like and I think it's it's more of a problem honestly like I'm gonna say this it's more of a problem for state schools I feel like because with, with your like with Ivy League schools like Greek life isn't at the center so like a lot of those problems like they're already unconventional in the sense that like usually Greek life is like the main part. Like your your school is a party school. Like you didn't. My say school it. is a party school. Yeah, y'all. you didn't like, say it. University but school is a party school. school. At party schools, like those stereotypes are going to not even stereotypes. Those truths are going to persist. Like the fact that yeah. like they're overwhelmingly white. Like that's gonna manifest itself most at the schools that host sororities the most and fraternities the most, which are like schools like Rowan, like state schools, and like. But like with like with the Ivy Leagues, like I feel like because the Greek life isn't like at the center like that, like there's a lot more flexibility to do what you mm-hmm. want to do. So like in these in this case, like it's just not like put. It's not even like all white, any like with ours my sorority. But that's just not the also that's not the mainstream experience. So like that exactly. like, that's why I said like if I went to Rowan, I would not be a, might not exactly. be an alpha fee. Because it's, like, the stereotype, and I mean, like, obviously, I will not speak for these organizations at all, but this is just what it comes off of as, and, like, I can say that because, like, one, I am not representing any organization, and this is just something that I'm observing, mm-hmm. but it's, like, um, a predominantly, like, white organiza- uh, sorority or fraternity, like, you can tell easily, like, okay, like, obviously, like, they're predominantly, like, white, and, like, these organizations do nothing to kind of like combat like that stereotype like you kind of feed into that stereotype and so it's like really difficult for I feel like a lot of people of color to to kind of to give it to give it a chance exactly and like I mean obviously I'm not going to speak on behalf of like that one male like black man or like black girl that chooses that sorority but I also think that like those people are um going through like uh I guess they're kind of like not not to be like they're white whitewash but they're also going through like an identity like type of um journey because I think that it's at least like a lot of like people that I've seen at my school like if they do choose these type of organizations it's because they're trying to fit in and a lot of people do get stuck on that like mindset of like I still need to fit in like I still need like the friends that I had before in high school so I feel like that's like something that I've like definitely noticed, yeah. and it sucks. But like, but I, don't I will know. say that's not always the case though, because like, I know certain people. Like, it depends, I guess, on how you move when you. I, I'll say it depends on how you move when you do get into the organization, because I feel Absolutely. like there has to be like the first person that takes that step. Oh but, yeah, like, it for depends sure. on like if you take the step, you go in the organization, and then you just allow them to keep perpetuating the like same or you remain like, true to yourself or right or like you can still i honestly think it's pulling more people in because i feel like that's what needs to happen because like a lot of these, these all white sororities are not going to do the work unfortunately if it's just all white girls like there has to be that mm-hmm. exactly one, one person like that one black girl that one mm-hmm. of color who takes that first step but then when you have the power and the platform of being in the sorority, that's when you start pulling people in, which is, like, exactly. what I was able to do. Because I was, honestly, like, I'm not the first black woman ever in Alpha Phi at Harvard, but, like, Alpha Phi went under for a bit because of sanctions. I mean, when they resurfaced, a lot of women of color were not comfortable staying in the organization because of sanctions. So, like, I was, mm-hmm. like, the first black girl in, like, the new chapter, like, when the chapter got revitalized When it again. came, yeah. And then... 
I had to like do some work in like convincing women of color that like this was worth their time. Right. And then absolutely. now we've got a bunch of them. And like that's I good. feel like and like I think that that's the direction that people need to go in. But if you're like just someone who's like, okay, I just need to assimilate and fit in. I hope they like me. Like, that's a problem. Like, right. And, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's something that, like, not I'm obviously not speaking on their behalf. But, like, also, like, I've been in this – I've been at this university at this point for, like, two-plus years. And, like, mm-hmm. unfortunately, like, when I came into my – these are seniors I'm talking about at this point. Because, actually, like, the unfortunate thing is, like, coming in as a freshman, like, I've been seeing the same face – faces. And so, like – those same faces, like, I've never, like, seen any, like, um, membership initiatives. And mind you, like, not to say, like, even though, like, I've made up my mind, like, I'm very, like, heavily, unfortunately involved in Greek life to a certain extent just because, like, every single one of my friends is literally, like, has, is in Greek life, has gone through the process, or is going to be in the, like, it's just at a certain, like, every one of my friends is at a certain, like, stage in their like I guess um process and so I feel like there's just like so much that I know and like for that like I would say like I'm only speaking for Rowan University mind you like I do think that we are still not there and we at meaning like Rowan University like organizations are still not there but I do hope that like at one point like you know that that mindset does come in like where like one one black man is like no like I like this organization for what they stand for, and so therefore I will join that universe. Um, my sorry, I will join that organization. And yeah, it's predominantly white, but you know what? Like, I'm gonna change that. Like, I have three, yeah. I have two, three years to change that, and I'll do what I can to 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 you know make to it open more diverse. It up to like create more ad, like avenues for other people to walk exactly because I feel like I think that there can like I support like safe spaces and um cultural orgs specifically for that purpose. Like I was on board of mm-hmm. association of Black Harvard women, um, both my freshman and sophomore years, like freshman rap and then treasure. Like I fully love that space and I love um cultural groups, but I think like also these sororities and fraternities can serve a different purpose if they are used to the extent they're supposed to. Like I feel like you don't need to have white spaces in America. There's enough generational wealth. Like, there's no oppression that warrants whites. Because safe spaces are built off of oppression. Like, people, <laughs> people always complain about safe spaces, but I'm like, they're called safe spaces for a reason because they're built off right. of hist- histories of oppression. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There doesn't need to be a white space. Therefore, all of these places, like, I just don't think we should allow there to be, like, these, there, we shouldn't allow there to be these places where, like, there are white spaces. Like, I agree. Um, we should infiltrate as much as possible. And, like, <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> this have girl to be says, everyone because some people don't feel comfortable. But if you're interested in that life, like, don't restrict yourself from tapping into you, it. You should definitely not. But I'm also I not, think it'll I don't just go be to tough. school. Yeah. So. I think it'll, it's, just t- it's just tough because, like, even, like, I've seen some of, like, my desi, like, Indian, South Asian, like, friends that have, like, decided to go, go into, like, predominantly white for like greek organizations and like what what i like you literally see like the transition and it's so like i guess like crazy because i'm just like okay like maybe that's like part of their little like thing like you have to change the instagram aesthetic because i've even heard of that like you know like some sororities do have like an aesthetic like sit like thing like you know you all filter your pictures to the exact like filter and all that yeah (laughs) it's crazy but people do that and so like I understand that but like you know when when you start losing yourself and I've seen that so many times at least with my like institution like I like there'll be a lot of South Asian friends and like they'll they'll be different like come come like the next season Mm -hmm. they'll be a different person and I mean like I get along with them like I don't really care you know Mm -hmm. you do you it's all part it's it's a part of everyone's learning curve and I mean like if if that's the person type of person like you know like you were gearing to be like that's completely fine like who am I to speak speak on that but Mm -hmm. um yeah, I think I think at least party schools and like specifically rowing. Let me not, cause like imagine if I'm just like walking one day and then like. Someone like says I heard just... you were talking about. <laughs> no, it's just no. I think Chill, you're completely. Y'all. I think you're completely right, and I think that like. The it's problem, gonna take time. It's, it's gonna, gonna take, take time. time is what also I'm like saying. the problem with like what, like 
I'm comparing my experience, but my con- experience, like, I'm, you're actually helping me realize how different my sorority is from a lot of other sororities, just because, like, we have been so open and so openly, like, trying to recruit women of color, like, so, like, and I And forget, that's not the case. And I forget yeah. that, because, like, we literally had my diversity, re- our diversity reception, and, like, I was just, like, we want you, we want you, like, don't feel like this is a place that you can't be, like, we're not looking right. at, like, the, people were asking about quotas, I was, like, there are no quotas, like, there, you just be right. yourself, and, like, whatever. No, there's quotas. Like, there's no competition, there's, there's like, you're quotas. not trying to be the person of color, like, that shouldn't even yeah. be a thing to begin with, but, like, I'm forgetting that, like, I get to be on the account, because, like, since I'm on exec, so, like, I'll, we follow all the other alpha fees and mm-hmm. chapters, and there's some that are, like, insanely white. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, dang, I forgot that these exist. And, obviously, like, I've, I've been talking to the international president and stuff like that. We've been making moves, trying to make things better, you know? Yeah. But um, it takes time. And, like, Shivani said, like, some of these girls, like, I forget. And maybe this is based off of TV shows I've watched. But some of these girls, like, they try to create that aesthetic that Shivani's talking about. Like, they don't want to take women of color. Like, they don't want, like, their aesthetic is, like, to be uniform. Like, to be the same, mm-hmm. to look the same. To, like and that it's honestly disgusting to me that like those institutions exist and like what she's saying about like um what she's saying about her friends like changing their mannerisms and changing who they are to try to fit the aesthetic to fit like the sorority girl that honestly like makes me so mad because like that's everything that like I'm trying to fight because like why would you want to be the same why would you want to have a group of girls that like is exactly the same I think that's the conversation of like I guess I don't even know if we had this conversation and it was recorded or if we had a private conversation I'm losing track but I think it's just a conversation of like that cultural um division Mm -hmm. like at least I can speak on like South Asians like as much as like I feel like I, I do think I'm a very progressive person and I try to be as educated as possible about a lot of situations. And I think Chanaz and I are like very like similar on that mm-hmm. form. Yeah. But I think that not everyone is. And I feel like that's something that I always have to take a step back and be like, hold on, like my opinions, like not everyone agrees on my opinions and not, no offense, but like not, a lot of people are ignorant. Like South Asians, a lot of South Asian Americans, right? are still very ignorant to like a lot of things that we are saying and like the morality aspect and a lot of south asians are trying to still fit in to like the white to be mold. friends to the be white appreciated mold instead of just right being, white validation yeah. to get white to gain white validation exactly. and, and so like it's just tough to, and it's so it is tough when like you're surrounded by like bodies of people who are telling you to also change yourself or like or like it's that seems to be the way to go you know what I mean like that seems to be Mm -hmm. what you should be doing like it's it's especially like I'm now envisioning all of these like very very white sororities and I'm just like they're really like especially when you walk into a room and everyone looks the same like like it almost is like a self-preservation thing and you think that you're doing the right thing just to stay like I don't know just to stay in the running and I don't know. It just really, it does sicken me. It's, it's hard like, to be that one person. Like, like I'm, and I will say that. Like, it, it's hard to be, like, that one person. Like, like you said, because I do think it's very important, um, excuse me, to infiltrate these organizations and, like, you know, place your mark and open up the doors for others for them to be comfortable in these um, Greek organizations. But it's also hard to be that one person. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard, especially, especially. in or- when there's roots like my sorority was very like you know we were new like we just went under and came back so like there's a lot of opportunity for growth and change but some of these have been like so systematically the same you know what I mean like these sororities have been the exact same the entire time so like if there's such a clear balance and such a clear characteristics of a sorority it just becomes so hard to change that. Like, for me, I'm, it's so easy for me to say. But, like, if you have a sorority that, like, you look at their walls and it's been white and blonde for the past 50 years, like, how are you going to be the one person to now just come in and be like, hey, I think that we should, like, I'm going to, like, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be, like, we should be more, like, and make all this change. Because, like, right. it, it's just very hard to do that um, when there's so much combating you from different angles. And sadly, like, I just don't know the extent of, like, it's just, like, different places are more progressive and more liberal, and I feel like 
especially in the South, things are a lot less liberal than they are in the absolutely. Northeast. Like, oh, yeah, I know absolutely. that's another division I'm creating, but... Yeah, no, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. And that's, like, that brings up, like, all, of, of course, like, the whole uh, political spectrum and all of that. It's just... I think there's just a lot to even that, that division that yeah. you said, you know what I'm saying? And so... Absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. And like I said, I feel like it's definitely doable, but it's definitely going to take a lot of time, as, mm-hmm. a, a, especially with the Greek organizations. I do think that, because you have to like understand, like, and I mean, you do understand, like, like you talked about, like, with the um, finals clubs, like these organizations that we have even at Rowan, like on Rowan's campus, like these are hundreds and hundreds of like, like even though it's not on, it hasn't been on on this campus for maybe like 200 years Mm. a lot of these social circles have very like a lot of their like mission statements that they're just not stated on paper and there's a reason why it's not stated on paper and I don't want to go into the like whole like racist aspect but a lot of these things have been kind of engraved into their unwritten rules mission and like they'll take a few minorities but like quote-unquote like the model ones like the ones that exactly will not they'll, they'll actually actively choose the ones that won't shake things up and like that but like that's the something ones that, that i've noticed the that's ones exactly that want what i was to trying to say in, they'll yeah. target the ones that want to blend in because exactly. they know that they won't actually they get their brownie points of like having a person of color but also they don't have to change anything and they can perpetuate the same mm-hmm. but make the mistake of um accepting that one person is going to shake things up and a lot of them are going to be shaken up and i think that we're we're earing towards an era where things are going to radically change. Like, especially, like... I think so. From my historical perspective, I guess from, like, doing a lot of historical work, like, we think that, like, 50 years was so long ago, but it really isn't. Like, it was... It isn't. It was so... Su- it was so... So much has happened since then, and there's so much that is yet to come. Like, I think we think of our life as, like... We're still young, so we haven't experienced that much change. Now that we're getting older, we're starting to experience those changes. Like yeah, we went through stop. a lot. They're not it won't. Gonna it stop. won't. Like this is and that, but that's a good thing. It's this a good thing though. Like, like I think especially like um, having this type of conversation. Like I think what's going, what's happening right now, and the changes that we're speaking about um, is long overdue. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean like at least for my like f- I'm speaking for my generation. It's like common sense. You know, yeah. like. I'm just like like it's just like a huh type of um yeah. um factor and I'm definitely hoping that that kind of follows through with these Greek organizations because I think that like brotherhoods and sisterhoods are like are are organizations that really can impact a person's life right. uh in a good way or a bad way to be honest with you so yeah. I think that you know it's just interesting though because like like I said like I feel like even even with like state party schools like like because it not only are we we're honestly it's like it's hard for me to like I love my school and I love Rowan University but we're not like Rutgers in the sense that like Rutgers is a very big Rutgers New Brunswick is a very like big school isn't it College Avenue where all the parties happen right and like they have multiple campuses on their main campus and so like they have yes they're are also a part because I know some people are going to also be like uh you're crazy Rutgers is a party school no you're right Rutgers does party a lot but Rutgers also has a different side to them which is like the academia Mm -hmm. part and so like I personally think that's like it's a perfect balance Mm -hmm. Rowan on the other hand no offense Rowan but like it's a straight up party school like if you don't watch (laughs) yourself if you don't watch yourself like you you really get sucked in Mm -hmm. yeah you get sucked in really fast and that's why I feel like not to not to sound like oh I know everything but like I feel like that's why I have a lot of insight for being for a person not being in Greek life like yeah. you know what I'm saying like I obviously like why do I know so much about this is because like I honestly like other than like studying this is all I know because like my friends will literally come over and like just rant about like Ooh, stuff that goes question. on in their life one distinction I would really like to make I remember, okay, so, like, before I came to college, I remember the first time I visited Harvard, I was actually visiting MIT, and I just, like, came over to, like, I just took a, took the T, which is, like, our subway, to Harvard, because I just wanted to see it, this is my senior year of high school, and I remember it was a Monday, and I, I, my perception of college was completely based off of TV shows and whatever, Mm -hmm. like, 
first of all, my parents never came, went to school in the United States anyway, so I didn't know what that looked right. like. But also, like, I just, like, what, what else was I supposed to know? So I went on campus, and it was, I think it was a Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. I went there, and I was expecting to see people walking around, like, you know, people partying. Like, <laughs> With their backpacks on. Like, no, people, I thought people were going to be partying or something. Oh. I walked on campus, <laughs> you could hear a pin drop. Everyone was in right. their dorms studying. And I was like, wait, but this is college. Like, I thought people were supposed to be partying. Ivy Leagues don't do that. <laughs> Ivy Leagues have days I'm where they party dead. and days where they study. Like, parties are Fridays and Saturdays and Thursdays sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But it's Fridays yeah. and Saturdays and Thursdays. But I feel like I'm not sure how it really is because, like, I've never got to party at your school yet. Yeah, because maybe <laughs> senior year things will change. But um, hopefully we could turn out at both of our schools. Yes. But, yes. Um, yeah, um, apparently Yeah, no, it's here... Different. Apparently, yeah no it is it it's uh it's if you want to it's seven days a week like if you really genuinely want saying, to bro. like that's crazy it's seven that's days a week we yeah it's not how we it's live. seven days a week and then if you want to be like conservative with it you know going to like the mainstream like events i guess it would be thursday friday saturday Okay. And and that includes that includes like dages, which or which I don't know if you call do you call them dages or do you call them darties? Darties. Yeah, we call them dages. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that I think Rutgers also show. calls you them guys darties. Really go all out. Like, <laughs> I'm just like saying. why? Cause like when I when I heard the word first, like dages, I thought of like rages, like you know, like mm. like why are we calling them date? Like why? Yeah, but it just <laughs> sounds more dangerous. I feel like. I will say Digits. that the one time I feel like Harvard felt like a state school mm-hmm. was that last week before we went home on campus. Cause like, like no, we, that was every campus though. To no, like, no, I'm telling like, you. that was the first time we felt like a state oh, school. Oh yeah, because you yeah, guys yeah. were always a state school. We were but, always partying. Yeah, yeah. We were, you guys were always partying like that. But for us, it was always Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and like even those parties, like they're listed. Like there's a bunch of like things that yeah, go into yeah, it. It's yeah. never just like oh just pull up, like, just party. Yeah. Like, it was never like that, which we all, like, I feel like we all kind of wanted that, like, just a little bit. So, like, literally, we call it Corona Week, and I hope, I hope that the tradition continues. Never comes back. I, oh, continues? You no, know, like, to have, like, the Corona, like, start that tradition of having a Corona oh, Week where we party every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. But, like, for Corona Week, I wish I partied more, because, like, I really didn't party, because, like, I was still studying, and, like, it was an interim yeah. season, so I wasn't sure what things were going to go, so I was, like, and I also didn't know we weren't going to be on campus. So I was like, I'm not going to let myself fail just because everyone around me wants to party. I'm still going to study. I'm still going to do my stuff. Right. So I didn't really party like that. But I wish I did. It was still fun. I went to like one date. Um, Darty. I almost said Dages. <laughs> no, Dages. <laughs> so I went to one Darty. But um, in our courtyard, um, which is like our finals club equivalent to a frat house. Because mm-hmm. like they're the closest thing to a frat house. Right. Frat house. We love the owl courtyard. All my hour brothers out there, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So pretty much, um, that weekend was just filled with like parties all the time. Like things were open listed for the first time. Like there were no lists. Like people could just pull up right. and like, roll up. So, Wait, I have a question yeah. about that too. Cause like, okay, so at my school for the most part, okay, they call it like okay, their most exclusive thing that they would have is like a list or like brothers only, mm-hmm. but females girls are always allowed like bro like let me tell you right okay and then also like um what they have just on a normal basis like when when it's like the thursday friday saturday situation Mm -hmm. they would it's no if it's not listed and it's like open they would obviously charge guys like they would be charging like guys like 10 bucks 15 bucks whatever they want 20 bucks whatever um the fraternities and obviously that would go straight profit or straight yeah. towards the alcohol but females would all still always be, be free. free okay yeah. so for with that i'll say like um this is kind of how it works like freshmen for girls every for everyone is free you don't have to pay for parties at finals clubs because mm-hmm. like that comes out of like members dues and kind of like right finals exactly. clubs already are rich so like they can just right. like they're already getting hundreds of thousands. They can of afford dollars it, from yeah. Us, so they can afford to have open bars, in fact, and stuff like that. Right. But like the thing is, freshman guys can't come. Like I like you, freshman guys probably will not step foot in a finals club like their whole mm-hmm. freshman year. But girls freshman year. will be able to come 
if they're on the list, they can come. If they're on the, the list. Or if it's an open So event. the list is really important. Because at Rowan, they'd be like, calling it list. But boy, let me tell you, if I really want to get in there, like, I could get in there. Like, there's no, yeah, no like, there's, serious there's restrictions. There's a list. There's a serious list. And, like, it actually matters. Like, that's what makes Harvard kind of annoying. And that's why freshman year... Um, cause everything is so, it is elitist. It's elitist. Yeah. And like you have mm-hmm. to, sometimes you have to learn how to roll with the elites. Like that's the one thing that I learned oh, absolutely. to do. Yeah. Like for survival of the fittest when I came to college, just like learning how to, and I still stay true to myself cause like I'm still the same. Of course. Yeah. That I was before and I tried my best not to sugarcoat myself even when hanging with people. I guess maybe people found my authenticity refreshing I don't know. Right. I don't really care, but <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, but right. um, I just think that what was I saying? Oh yeah, um, my freshman year, I just I didn't even touch finals clubs. Like even though like I'm a fresh, I was a girl, so I probably would have been right. able to get in. I didn't even want to touch it because I was like, bro, the last thing, one thing I'm proud of and I will never do is stand outside waiting to get into a party. If I'm oh, not yeah, on the list, absolutely I'm not, not. gonna, like, gonna fight it. Uh-huh. It's not by force, is what I said. It's yeah. not by force. So like that's like something I've that I've just been like waiting outside. I'm on the list yo, or not. Now that I'm in the finals club, I'm on the list for a lot of the parties, Always. so I don't have yeah. to like worry about it. But freshman year, I was like, I'm not gonna wait out with all of you guys and wait to get into a party and then beg to oh, beg yeah. a bouncer absolutely to come in. Not. So I just yeah. the cultural organizations will still have their parties, and though those are the ones that cost money. They cost money. It's not like guys, girls cost money because like it's a cultural org, so you have to be inclusive. Right. So everyone. So yeah. everyone, everyone pays. But like everyone, my freshman yeah. year, those parties were lit. Like the the black parties, I went to mostly black oh, parties my know. freshman year, and you yeah, already know, course. like we were throwing you down. Know. You like, already know. The frats like, and sororities would do their strolls. Like it was a. Yeah. Honestly, it was like sometimes I call it like my HBCU kind of experience my freshman year. Right. Freshman yeah. year, I lived out that like HBCU experience a lot more than I feel but like I'm glad that you were able years. to have that somewhat of that experience right? and it is a like, different kind of party they're both fun, you already know it's a different but type it's of a party. different <laughs> part of, kind of party but when I, I tell you I got uh, old quick and I wasn't able yeah. to do the same especially things. the strolls I'm just saying like after a certain point like but, especially when you're a freshman like maybe maybe like the first two parties you're like oh my god like they're strolling but then after you're just like I respect it but like I'm here to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure here there's to more. There's more. Time. There's many more. Like, especially like D nine fraternities and sororities there. So like, there'll be more strolls like there. Like when Big Bank comes on, you already know the AKs are coming out. Like stuff like that. <laughs> so like, right. But yeah. like for us, even that is smaller here. Like D nines mm-hmm. and stuff. That's all smaller here. So, I'm like, sure it'll. I'm sure it'll. It's on the rise, though. You know, like I'm sure as now that like you like you said, but the, the, sanctions, the sanctions are never affected black sororities and fraternities. Oh really? But I think okay. it's just smaller chapters because like maybe course, partially because yeah. like there's less black people in the area, but of also course, because yeah. like because of that, like because there's less black people in the area and it's just smaller, like. A lot of the um D nine sororities and fraternities are district wide. Right. So like, like in order to be a part that. of it, you have to really want to be a part of it because you're gonna have to travel, go to different travel. schools. Like right. and when you're I don't even want to talk about pledging <laughs> pledging at all. Yeah, let's, let's not, not let's not. We're gonna stop right there. Because <laughs> yeah, we've already Tanaz and I have already no no no. <laughs> yeah, this is we yeah, we're not doing we that. We will not. Nope. But um <laughs> yeah, so there are a lot of differences as you can see. But like me and Shivani, we always know how to have a good time. So if there's a good time to be had, we're finding it no matter what school we go to. <laughs> like, that's one thing I me and Shivani were never afraid to do. Even in high school, at school dances, like, honestly, the school dances, like, people were kind of shy to dance. Like, they were really, like, I, I was yeah. always disappointed. Like, I'm we just go like, to why these are you dances. Because me and Shivani, <laughs> like, we were obviously grinding in high school. We weren't, like, partying like that. I don't think, but, like, at the school dances, at least, we'd expect people to be, like, breaking it down. But people wouldn't be... Yeah. Me and Shivani can dance, like, and people yeah, weren't come on about now. that. Like, I was disappointed in high school. Yeah, honestly. it's crazy. I remember, like, my senior year, like, I went to, like, um a couple college parties. And mm-hmm. so, like, I'd be like, okay, like, this is this. And, of course, like, I'm not going to compare it to a high school, like, party. But I was just like, okay, like... I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to have a good time. Like, even, like, mm-hmm. without any, like, substance or anything. Like, Chanaz and I both are, like, very, like, 
just energetic people down for a good time. Like, we're down, down for whatever. Down to dance and let loose. Like, dancing yeah, so. is one thing, like I said, me and Shivani love to do. So if you're not trying to dance, like, don't even talk to me at a party. Right. Or just, good. like, have a good vibes. Like, yeah, a good exactly. time. Like, just let loose so. and just, like, you know have a good time relax have a good time don't be so uptight about it or whatever so that's like one thing i'll give to greek like greek organizations like it doesn't matter like grouping no one to no one like you know at least for my freshman and sophomore year because i'm obviously i wasn't 21 <laughs> like my two years like they were decent like they were good years you know what right. i'm saying like like i said like i'm a party school so like y'all definitely like followed through on that promise because like I had some good times (laughs) so like right like that's good like I had a good experience but like definitely like my advice if you're if like anyone listening is going to a state school or actually honestly it doesn't even matter if you're going to a state school or an ivy league or whatever um I think it's just important to stay true to yourself when you're picking if you want to join um, a greek organization I think it's really important to like while you're exploring your options to continue to remind yourself of like what you value the most because when you're choosing this like where you have to remember like you're choosing this for like low-key the rest of your life like yes you can just yes technically you could just like drop drop it but like a lot of like this commitment you're making a commitment for life and that's like the beauty of it like i will give greek organizations that like that's the beauty of like a sisterhood or a brotherhood yeah. That a lot of these connections that you're making, you're making for life. So make sure you're choosing the right connection for exactly. yourself, you know? Right. I completely agree. I can say it better myself. And, like, honestly, like, you fall in the social spaces you do. And, like, you still have, no matter if you go to an Ivy League or a state school, like, you still have control over the people you surround yourself with. And, like, mm-hmm. you should just take full license of that. And before we close out, um, I did write a note, Brenda song on here. Just because it's crazy, I found out today that Brenda Song, I, I read about her story, and she actually got into Harvard, and she turned it down to be on the school of Zach and Cody. Like, Shut up. She did not. Yes, she did. She got in at 15. She got into Harvard at age 15, bro. I need She's a, a fact genius, check. And she, no, <laughs> I need I, it's a fact true. check. I'm sorry. It's true. And not only did she turn it down, she turned it down to play a dumb girl, a dumb rich girl. Yeah. But hey, that took her places, because she was an... I read her story and it was actually really inspirational because I didn't know, like, her family, like, immigrated and just, like, came from nothing. And, like, her, like, first acting opportunity was literally her grandma's life savings. She put it into that because her, like, yeah. so That it, was her passion. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Passion. So it's just so great to see. And honestly, like, she might have made the right decision. Like, you guys let me know what you guys think. Ooh, I didn't do my song of the... I can do, like, no, I didn't do a song. No, you definitely sang. No, I, I didn't sing Did you not? One. Maybe I'll sing, like, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody or something. Go ahead. You and me got the world to see, so come on down. Me and you got so much to do, so come on down. I feel like I messed it up. It's you and me, me and you, we got the whole place to ourselves. Okay, that's it. You and me got the world to see, so come on down. This is the sweet life. I need to watch an episode of that. Yeah, I'm just like, wait, why do I not remember this theme song? Like, she's singing it, and I'm just, like, smiling at her. I'm just like, okay. Or Sweet Life on like, Deck is more familiar. Oh, well, this boat's walking. Yeah. Oh, well, you don't remember it. That's anyway. definitely. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> not. Like, nah. I'm just like, mm, okay. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's just, our show. Wow. I hope it was entertaining. I thought that this was going to be a one and done but it looks like it's gonna be a series kind of deal where it's like yeah because this was just us talking about greek life so we're gonna have to have a bunch of these scattered throughout yeah but let us know what you think like i'm definitely curious like especially like let's say like you guys are in like a state organization or an ivy league and you agreed or disagreed like let us know in the reviews but of course when you do that leave a five-star review first And then critique us, okay? Of course, as always. (laughs) They know, at this point, y'all know what to do. (laughs) You know, but it's our spiel. I've got to keep it up, you know? And as always, call us whenever. Call us whenever. Bye, Bye, guys.